0: Everybody, the sun is shining. The air conditioning is blasting full blown. The birds are chirping. I, are think, I think I think they are. I can't, can't, hear can't hear them. We
1: can't hear them from in here. I, I'm going to assume so. Yes. If they
0: haven't burned up outside by now, <laughs> yeah. they're they are they're chirping. But <laughs> yes. they're yes. they're they're there somewhere. And we are here. We are wrapping up your week.
1: Hello, beautiful bell breakers.
0: It is a beautiful. It is beautiful pool slash beach slash. Yeah. Yeah. Sunburn weather? I see you're peeling a little bit, yeah, over, there. Little, little bit little so. over there. Yeah, a little bit. A little flaky over there. Some flaky skin going on. I do, I do. I you don't have to vacuum up after yourself. Yeah, when,
1: well, when, if I drop some food on it, I'll make sure I, I eat it. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> Stop it. Ew.
0: How is everybody doing out there? Is everybody else having beautiful weather, or is it just here just in Iowa? Iowa? Just Iowa? That would be
1: odd, I- wouldn't it, if it was just Iowa having I'd good weather?
0: Yeah, that, that would be bizarre. I did hear that California is supposed to be, like, next, this coming week. is supposed to, like, burn up. Pretty much. I was going
1: to um, it is wildfire season yeah, for them. Yeah, so. and it's
0: supposed to be like severe drought going yeah. on over there right now.
1: California is the only one that goes from like temperate to hell. Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: like, it, it's okay in California. And then yeah. it's just like miserable, yeah. miserable fires. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I'm kind of, besides the politics over there, I'm glad yeah, I don't live there right, because no. of, I, I, I lived in 29 Palms, which is in the middle of the desert. Yeah. Like, if you think desert, and then you think, like, worse than the desert, that's 29 Palms. Right. It's yeah. like 45 minutes from Palm Springs, which is beautiful to think about. And yeah. everybody's like, oh, you live near Palm Springs? 29 Palms? That sounds beautiful. No, there's just like 29 palm trees that they planted just to make people <laughs> feel happy. The rest of it is just shit and that's desert. And it, it's, it's miserable. And it was, I think when I got there, I stepped off the bus, and it was like 120 degrees the day that I got there. And it was, you just knew it was going to be hell yeah. immediately. But yeah. some of my favorite times were there, though, even though yeah. it's hell. So.
1: I, I I have a buddy that lives out there, and yeah. he's always talking about how his, he has to protect his dogs from scorpions and snakes.
0: Mm-hmm. Scorpions, cockroaches, about yay big, probably oh, two and a half, awesome. three inch. Big, because it doesn't really get cold enough <laughs> yeah. for them to die off, so they just keep growing.
1: We we have some of those in Cedar Rapids. Oh, gross, don't yeah, say that. And in the steam tu- tunnels underneath the downtown area. Are There's steam tunnels in the there downtown are. You've been in them, yes. Why? Why? Um, you... Because uh, one of the banks that we service, mm. um, we had to run wire through and had to go down into the steam tunnels. And nope. I, I saw, I, I saw quit. some.
0: I quit. Not, <laughs> not going to do that. It's never going to happen. So, if you ever ask me, hey, you want to go in the steam tunnels? I, I, no,
1: I, I would just be like, watch my back. Make sure there's no cockroaches on me. <laughs> Bring <laughs> high-powered <laughs>
0: rifles down there. To <laughs> exactly, shoot the shotguns. So we have lots of things to cover today because. I mean, we are, what, five months into the—six months into the um, administration? Almost six months. By the 20th, yeah, it'll be yeah, six months. Yeah. In. To the—I uh, almost said the Obama administration. Might uh, as it's well
1: ba- It's basically it. And, it, you know, it's er- their favorite time of year. It's G7 week.
0: Mm-hmm. Woo! Yeah. And yeah. Like I said, six, five, six months in, and they are finally making their way across the globe to bow down to the other leaders and— yeah. Um, apologize rest. for all the yeah, atrocities
1: that Trump did. Basically what Obama did for with Bush.
0: Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So that's what Biden and Kamala Harris are in the process yes. of doing this week. I think they
1: both would be really good at that, too. This is
0: definitely a foreign affairs week for them. Yeah. It has been. Because like, like you said, there's the G7 summit that they're at right yeah. now currently, I think. Or it yeah. took place. I, it, I don't know if it's still going on. I think it goes through it. the weekend. And then Kamala Harris made her first... Foreign what? trip to Guatemala.
1: Wow, and that's, that's Mexico.
0: I think she went to Mexico too. Yeah. The the most things they're reporting on is her trip to Guatemala, but of course she made an ass of herself.
1: Oh, of course. I mean that's that's yeah. what she does. I, I'm sure they were honored to have the, such a, a prestigious uh, yeah. honor of having the the first woman of color who's a vice president yes. to visit them. Right? Oh
0: yeah, and they're like, oh my gosh, it, I, we, I, we we bask in your presence we, here. Yeah.
1: We, we don't know what we'd do without you.
0: <laughs> so we got those things to Do you
1: think Biden sent her there because he's probably like, well, they're people of color, you're a person of color, you know, just do your thing.
0: I mean, brown and brown, I mean, you I guys can, get along, you're all the same thing, right? Right. I, mean, I, I can see Biden thinking that way, too. <laughs> he would. He would. <laughs> so let's talk about first the G7 summit because there's a lot of big things going on that raise red flags to us.
1: Yes. Things we've talked about before. Yeah. That just
0: yeah. are popping up nonchalantly, just like, oh yeah, what about this? And right. we're just like, yeah, <sighs> serious. Yeah, right. <laughs> so right. We're just just like yeah. that. We're going straight there.
1: Yeah. You're just confirming everything we knew was gonna happen.
0: Yes. Yeah, so this first one it, article I have is from BBC News. It's titled G seven Summit, a spending plan to rival China is adopted. So our big th- goal right now apparently is to rival China.
1: That's, that's beautiful.
0: Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, they're threatening us with nuclear bombs, and we're threatening to spend more than them.
1: <laughs> seems, seems like an American solution.
0: Yeah, it does. So this starts out saying, G7 leaders seek to rival China. Seeking to rival China, have adopted a plan to support lower and middle-income countries in building better infrastructure. President Joe Biden said he wanted the U.S.-backed "Build Better,
1: Build Back Better" World Plan.
0: Uh, Red flags yet? I mean, well,
1: yeah. I mean, you know, the, when we talked about Build Back Better, you know, we talked about what Britain and yeah. and Canada and. Who else was talking about that? Um, I mean, there was a number of countries. The WEF, all <laughs> right, right, the WEF, and of course Biden, and yeah. so. But now they're going to expand it to the developing countries, mm. and and that they'll probably move faster with the developing company countries because they'll just throw money at them, and they'll yeah, do yeah. whatever they say. That's
0: that's the goal is just throw money right. at things to make it make problems yeah. go away. You throw money at them. So now it's the Build Back Better World program. So now we have a global force here. So of course. it's um acronym is b3w so be on the lookout for b3w we should make like b3w t-shirts buffalo
1: wild wings
0: i think that's bw3 oh okay which i don't know why it's bw3 where's the third w coming buffalo Wild. i've never understood that
1: i don't know i I, I don't know
0: but anyway some people call it bw3 i just call it it
1: must have the the same uh promo guy
0: (laughs) there you go so build back better world the b3w plan to be, it's he wants it to be a higher quality alternative to a similar Chinese program Chinese Belt and Road Initiative or BRI everybody's got to have an it. What, what, yeah what's with the acronyms And you know China didn't come up with the acronym because they don't have those letters in China right. <laughs> So we made up an acronym for China's program <laughs> Yes <Yeah>, it's <that's> true <laughs>
1: That's awesome. Uh, who's the acronym guy? I want to know who the acronym you know, guy is. an official government task force. It's not just a guy. It's an incomplete the acronym a whole, task force. A whole floor of people sitting at their desks. Guys, guys, this is important. Drop what you're doing
0: on the China's Belt and Road Initiative and come up with one that's better. Be, be, better in world, like worldly, world better, building, building world and better. What about? B3W. <laughs> I like I like what you're doing there. I like it. <laughs> Good God. Uh, China's Belt and Road Initiative, or BRI, has helped finance trains, roads, and ports in many countries. But it has been criticized for saddling some with debt. In a statement at their summit in the English county of Cornwall, not Cornhole, Cornwall, <laughs> The G7 G7 leader said they would offer a values-driven high-standard and transparent partnership. Oh, I love that's... when they always specify transparent. Transparent yeah. because you know when it's they be specify as shit. transparent, the last thing it's going to be is transparent. Is transparent. <laughs> <laughs> guys, guys, it's going to be great because it's going to be so transparent. <laughs> However, details of how the G7 plan will be financed remain unclear. <laughs> <laughs> There's, the tra- stuff up. <laughs> There's the transparency for you. German Chancellor Angela Merkel said the group was not yet at a stage to release financing for its initiative. <laughs> oh the irony. The sad, sad irony. We yeah. laugh because it keeps us from crying. <laughs> exactly. The US has been particularly critical of China's so-called debt diplomacy. The G seven, the world's seven wealthiest Democracies have also committed to a new plan to stop future pandemics. Oh, beautiful. Yes. The powers have come together. Yes. The forces have aligned. The stars are in the right spots. And we will stop
1: future pandemics. That's Because awesome. it's worked so well. Right, yeah. So far. Yeah. You know how you can stop future pandemics and stop giving Fauci money.
0: Yes. <laughs> and stop, stop funding freaking gain-of-function research. Exactly. Where we're trying to start pandemics. (laughs) The measure includes the cutting the time needed to develop and license vaccines and treatments for COVID-19 to under 100 days. Because we were terrorized when they came up with vaccines in six months. So now we want to cut that time needed to develop and license vaccines to under
1: 100 days. Would you fly a plane that they came out and was like, you know what? We got to cut down. We could get a plane put together in a day now. Mm Mm-hmm. Or we can get a car put together, put together in two toge- hours. Not, not even put together. Yeah. We have
0: archi- architects that have designed plane wings yeah. to fly. It's like if we cut down the people who designed the plane right. to function and then built it yes. in less than 100 days. Right. Yeah. It's not we're just putting it together. Because I'm sure they put a plane yeah. together in very few days with an assembly line. But if you think about, it, we're designing the electronics, the things yeah. that actually keep it up in the air, right. the things that keep you alive, Yeah, we're, we have to like start at square one. From square one to full-blown airplane, less than 100 days. No problem. Yeah. Nobody's worried, yeah. right? No, not at all. The plan will officially be unveiled on Sunday alongside the final summit communique. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid British. UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson is hosting the three-day gathering at the Seaside Resort at of Carbus bay you know what's funny is we're talking about like the development of the third world countries but it's like the seven richest countries that have all the wealth combined gathering at this prime resort to discuss how can we help
1: the developing nations the unfortunate third world countries Uh, you know they they slam colonialism but this is colonialism at its best oh it is This is is. the the white savior coming to the developing nations. They need us. Yes. Let's
0: gather at the resort of Carbis Bay and discuss the need of these poor,
1: poor... Don Perignon
0: and (laughs) Filet Mignon. Mm -hmm. Maybe save some of that money on your resorts and send it to the poor. Right. Oh, so here's a little bit down below about the U.S. plan to counter China. And I I feel like... Not Trump. Biden is really pushing against China because of all the the speculation of his relationship with China. He's like, I'm going to make China pay for all the stuff that people said about me in China. The Americans see Saturday's session at the G7 as being about challenging the rise of Chinese influence around, around the world. Beijing's Belt and Road Initiative, which has seen billions of dollars poured into developing countries, must be countered by Western democracies. First of all, If you're just concerned about helping these poor countries, who cares who's doing it? Right. If they are supposedly just pouring billions of dollars into developing countries, then why not let them do it? And then we can pour billions into other countries. But no, we're like, no, we want these to be democracies. Right. I mean it's just going yeah. back to like repeating right. the last hundred right. with the cold years war all over and the over russia again. and everything all yeah. over again exactly. just a repeat of what we've done yep. over the last hundred years N-
1: nobody learns Jack shit
0: nope senior administration officials want to prove that Western
1: values can prevail oh, see that's <sighs> God this sucks so much it's dumb <laughs> you're so worried they were so worried about Trump. Yeah. Right. Uh, and not saying Trump would probably do this exact same stuff. Yeah. Except but you he throw would
0: do b- it
1: uh, America only, not right. with the G7. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. But then you get, you know, Biden out there and it's just like, you know, you're just repeating history, people.
0: Mm-hmm. He says uh, they argue Chinese investments has come with too high of a price tag that the forced labor of the Uyghur minority and Xinjiang is morally egregious and economically unacceptable as it prevents fair competition. So they're using basically slave labor is what right. we're supposedly saying. This is yeah. why we need to compete against. No, we're competing against it because we want the money involved right. and we want the countries yeah. to be on B- our side. Biden
1: came out and said he didn't give a shit about the you're <laughs> mm-hmm. you, you your Muslims. That's
0: just their, uh, that's their um, culture. Uh, yeah,
1: that's their culture. We don't want to interfere with that.
0: Global supply chains, Joe Biden will insist, must be free of this kind of labor. US officials say this is not just about confronting China, but about presenting a positive alternative for the world. Again, we are the savior complex. Right. The positive alternative for the world. Look how positive of an influence the US has had on the world. Oh, look yeah. at the Middle oh, East, yes. for example. Uh, yeah. Our positive influence in the Middle East. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. We've changed it so much. And you know, and you look at South America and and Eastern Europe mm. and, man, Africa. I mean, oh, yeah,
0: wow. Wow. Af- yeah, look what we've yeah. done.
1: I mean, America is just awesome.
0: But the Biden administration has been vague—there's the transparency thing— <laughs> about how much the West would contribute to this global infrastructure plan and over what timescale. What is clear is a renewed determination among Western powers that they need to act now to counter a resurgent and increasingly powerful China. It sounds like— to me, because they're being vague about yeah. how long it would take. They're being vague about what level we will contribute. It just right. sounds like, let's pour money into something, yeah. into this vagueness, yeah,
1: to save the world. We're right. going to pour money in to save yeah. the world. And, and there's probably not even really a plan. Mm-hmm. They're just like, you know, we're going go to go the leader. We're going to give him whatever money he needs so that he'll uh, allow us to move in uh, some windmills and some uh, solar farms and uh, and they'll that'll bring jobs for them and uh, and that way they'll get money and food. and um, yeah, this is what we need to do to get them going.
0: Let's just take a look at example. I'm gonna get off this article because it's pissing me off. Take a look at example of how effective we were with a very close neighbor, Haiti. Look at Haiti. yeah, when the earthquakes hit, the tsunamis hit, hurricanes, whatever, the cholera outbreak, all that stuff that hit, we poured money into it we sent a bunch of a bunch of free food yeah we completely tanked their economy right all their local farmers like rice farmers we sent them billions and billions of tons of like free rice tanked the rice economy there yeah every all this free shit that we gave them tanked their economy uh, and there there were um there were contracts that, like building contracts, to rebuild there, but the contracts specifically stated that they had to use right our labor, labor right. like our companies again, yeah, tanked their own. I mean, instead of helping them, mm-hmm. we just obliterated their economy completely. Yeah, that's how positive of effect that we have in third world developing mm-hmm. countries. Yeah, it's not about making the world a better place for all humankind. No, it's about us making more money yeah. and
1: fucking everybody over in the process and then we leave and we leave we leave and we sit, we're like oh they're good we're good we got them what they need it don't need to worry or about or we anymore. stay
0: long enough just to suck dry everything right. we can every penny we can out of it yeah. and then we take off and yeah. say oh you guys got nothing left you guys are good you right. guys are good yeah so uh that's my soapbox for our foreign policy in yes. the united states over the last however many decades yeah. Centuries, I don't know.
1: I, I'd, I'd say a good uh, hundred years. Yeah, I'd yeah. say a good since, hundred years since, since Woodrow Wilson yeah. got us involved with the international affairs. I would say
0: since we started like building back after World War II with like Germany, like building all yeah. that, but it's all just been about lining our own pockets and how mm. we can profit off of yeah. these developing countries. Right. And I'm sure every other country in the G7 is the exact same way. Oh, I yeah. mean, look at Great Britain. They've oh, been a great Britain's colonial power for yeah. centuries for longer. Yeah. We, I mean. We became a colonial power to um, c- compete against Great Britain. Yeah. Right, <laughs> so right. what we're doing to compete against China is exactly the same thing. Yeah. So
1: and, and Germany, I mean, let's let's face it, <laughs> they're 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 there, but uh, you know they're they're kind of picked on, you know, because they're the ones we like. You know, they start talking. And we're like, do we really want to go into World War II? I'm <laughs> like, all right, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, sit back down. <laughs>
0: So another thing that Biden is proposing to the G seven leaders is an endorsement for a global minimum corporate tax of at least fifteen percent. So now we're gonna just tell every country what they they should tax corporations at. So now we, the G seven wants to be that 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 yeah, the person that makes that call. It's just like. What if the other countries don't want say, to do that's, that? That's
1: seven nations out of how many in the right. world and and they're deciding this for I mean how profitable is it for another country to have an apple or whatever come in and and just like set up shop and and their factories and because it's cheaper for them.
0: Well yeah, but I mean freaking everybody Blasted Trump because he put tariffs on right. companies to keep more of the business here. Yeah, and yes, that was that was pretty bad too because yeah, it, it yeah. hurt us more I, than it helped us. I was going to say I,
1: I'm never a fan of tariffs.
0: Well, it flipped around on us because right. they started tariffing our stuff. Like yeah. Harley Davidson was affected. All, uh, all these some of these other like steel, I think, was really majorly effective. There was really high steel yeah. tariffs and stuff. So, but Biden's plan instead is to just make all the countries have. Right, A minimum, a minimum tax. corporate tax So this says um, President Joe Biden and leaders of the G7 group of nations Will publicly endorse a global minimum corporate tax Of at least 15% on Friday One piece of a broader agreement To update international tax laws For a globalized digital economy Oh I didn't see that coming Me neither That makes huh. sense Hmm. It does. There's always there's always a deeper agenda there. They're <laughs> yeah. just going to gloss over that part too. Yeah, right. We're just going to throw this in there. That should
1: be the headline. <laughs> but we're, we're going to gloss over the yeah, that we're trying to you know, transparency
0: form a globalized digital economy. Wow. The leaders will also announce a plan to replace digital service taxes, which targeted the biggest American tech co- tech companies, with a new tax plan linked to the places where multinationals. Are actually doing business rather than where they are headquartered. So they're planning on taxing more. So, say, like Apple's headquartered here, but they do most of their business in China. They're going to attempt to tax China more. Good luck with that. (laughs) For the Biden administration, the global minimum tax plan represents a concrete step towards its goal of creating what it calls a foreign policy for the middle class. He's really good at throwing out the yeah, middle class right. there. Why? He's because, Scranton. <laughs> well, the majority of us are in the middle class, right. so we're all going to be like, oh, he's yeah. talking
1: to us. Well, he understands the middle class. You oh, know? yeah, of course. So The
0: strategy aims to ensure that globalization and trade are harnessed for the benefit of working Americans, (laughs) and not merely for billionaires and multinational corporations. Thank you. For the rest of the world, GMT is intended uh, to end the tax-cutting arms race that has led some countries to cut their corporate taxes much lower than others in order to attract multinational companies. We do that state by state here. Right. Yeah. Like Iowa has tax breaks for tech companies. That's why we have Microsoft, a bunch. Mm-hmm. Of Microsoft uh, Data Farms in Des Moines. Yeah. Um, Google has a data farm, I think. What's, what's the town on the other side of Omaha, over here? Um,
1: Council Bluffs? Oh, uh, Sioux City? No, I think oh, it's, oh, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's Council Bluffs, yeah. It,
0: Council Bluffs has a Google farm, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Des Moines has a Facebook data farm, because oh. Iowa has all these- Tech breaks. Tech- right. Tax breaks. Tax so, breaks or techs. I see why some countries want to do this to pull in more business from some of these corporations, and I mean that's just the way it works. That's the way. So, how communist is it to come in and be like, "Y'all need to raise your taxes, right? Yeah, because screw you guys, screw your competition, screw your free market competition. Yeah, you all need to have a minimum tax so we can have an even playing field. But you know, why don't we all just
1: lower our damn taxes to compete with it? Right, right. Well, yeah. That will—and also, it's not really going to do anything, hmm. because you know how many loopholes can be thrown into the tax system? Look at it. Look how it's worked. I was going to say, that's I mean, how the United States is. How Trump many, bragged about it.
0: How many of the corrupt countries mm-hmm. that are our biggest competition are going to be like, screw your corporate tax, screw right. your minimum yeah. tax, and we'll be like, well, we just want to accept trade from China. Yeah, good yeah, luck but, with that. Yeah, right. Good luck. And yeah. then s- s- things that— Things that Trump had said he was going to do Mm -hmm. to combat China, we're going to have to implement those things in order to enforce this tax, this minimum tax on countries like that. Yeah, it's a catch-22. Yeah. So it says, um, if widely enacted, the GMT would effectively— or end the practice of global corporations seeking out low-tax jurisdictions like Ireland and the British Virgin Islands to move their headquarters to, even though their customers, operations, and executives are located elsewhere. The second major initiative Biden and the G7 leaders will announce Friday is a plan they are actively considering to expand the International Monetary Fund's supply of special drawing rights an internal IMF currency. No, geez. That are available to low income countries. So we're going to make an a internal currency for low income countries. Yeah. The plan is aimed at expanding international development uh, financing to poor countries and helping them to purchase COVID vaccines Gosh, and recover geez. more quickly from the pandemic effects. According to a White House fact sheet, you you see how they're throwing in yeah. all the keywords to make you oh that that's a good that's yeah. a good thing yeah. oh, oh vaccines yeah yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, th- yeah. that's Co- good COVID yes. oh uh, uh bouncing back from COVID yeah. pandemic yeah that that's oh how- middle class it's oh, gonna help the oh, middle class the middle class yes yes, yes definitely I-, I like that oh, corporate big mean scary corporations yes. definitely yeah. oh yeah yeah definitely. The White House also said G7 leaders will agree to continue providing policy support to globally to the global economy for as long as necessary to create a strong, balanced and inclusive economic inclusive. recovery. Inclusive.
1: Inclusive. Nice. And you know that's is this is part of you know the great reset. <laughs>
0: there you go. Yeah I mean it has to come out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it is the GMT plan that has the greatest potential, which the Global Minimum Tax Plan, has the greatest potential to impact corporate bottom lines and influence investor decisions. The G7 tax agreement will serve as a springboard to getting a broader agreement at the G20, said a senior administration official who spoke to reporters on background in order to discuss ongoing talks. A joint statement issued Thursday by Biden and the Br- British Prime Minister Boris Johnson offers a preview of what to expect from the global tax agreement between the G seven partner nations. Here you go. Here's the statement. You ready? Yes. You ready? Hold on to your socks. We commit to reaching an equitable solution. Remember that word equitable? Yes. It came it's up the new a ballast word when we were talking about um what was it? The shit. the twenty Agenda. Yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah, um, Agenda 21. Yeah, Agenda 21. Equitable came up constantly. Yeah. Go back and listen to these episodes. We've talked about the Great Reset. We've Mm -hmm. talked about um, Build Back Better. Build Back Better. We've talked about Agenda 21. We've done individual episodes for all the above there. So go back and check out those episodes to get a broader understanding of some of those things. We commit to reaching an equitable solution on the allocation of taxing rights with market countries awarded taxing rights on at least 20% of profit, exceeding a 10% margin for the largest and most profitable multinational enterprise. I have no idea what any of that means. (laughs) We also commit to a global minimum tax of at least 15% on a country-by-country basis. As part of this agreement, we will provide for the removal of all digital services taxes and other relevant similar measures on all companies. The removal of digital service taxes, a patchwork of country by country taxes that specifically targets the biggest American tech companies, represent a real victory for the United States. I thought this was to help the world, the world, not right? the developing nations. Yes. Analysts say the removal of these taxes and an end to the looming threat of new DSTs would add a level of certainty to the international tax system that would ultimately benefit big tech companies in the long term. Yes, we need to benefit the big tech companies. Yes. Even if a new global minimum tax raised costs in the near term. Over the G7 leaders or once the G7 leaders adopt the GMT proposal, the new next step will be to win support among G20 nations, a diverse group of Economies that includes China, India, Brazil, and Russia. Like I said, good luck. Yeah, right. Good luck with those. G20 finance ministers and central bank governors are scheduled to meet in Venice, Italy in July. The IMF funding proposal and the international tax plan are both expected to be high on the agenda. That's
1: You know, the, the leaders currently of India and Brazil mm-hmm. have been compared so much to Trump Really? So, do you really think that they're going to accept this? No. They're not going to want not. some other countries pushing their buttons, telling them what they can and can't do?
0: I want to know how much of this was designed by, like I said, it was proposed or endorsed by Biden, but how much of it was designed by Klaus Schwab? Oh, yeah. I, I want to I, know you know, You know he came up with this. Mm-hmm. So got that to look forward to with yes. the G- G7 is now the yes. G20 is coming in July like I said so one month away yeah i have a feeling all four or at least three of the four countries there are going to be give a big probably all four of them cuz china india brazil and russia they're all going to give a yeah. big fuck you to oh, that oh sure. i'm sure i can't see Vladimir Putin being like, oh, yeah, no problem. Right. Yeah, yeah. we'll we'll pay your minimum tax. Yeah. No, no problem. Yes, yeah. that sounds great. <laughs> fair, no, free Putin trade. Putin will just
1: be like, I wish you good health. Yeah, he'll
0: <laughs> be like, actually, we're going to drop our taxes to negative. Yeah, we're exactly. going to pay you <laughs> to bring your business to yeah. us. I can see it. Our country will lose billions, but I don't care. Yeah, because— <laughs> Boom! Yeah, fuck <laughs> on,
1: fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Merry Christmas and fuck you.
0: Yes, <laughs> goodness. I mean, it's just naive. It's dumb. to think yeah. that, yes, all of these G seven countries that are on the same field, that are the richest of the rich, are obviously going to be like, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. But when you're talking about some of the like, completely different ideals. Oh yeah. Country ideals. Yeah.
1: Who Throw don't them, give a shit about climate change.
0: They they don't give a shit about climate change. They don't give... I mean, because they, they, don't, they, they don't see need,
1: our economies as a direct threat right, to their economies. But they don't need climate change to control their populace. Right. Whereas America, Britain, Germany, they're trying to use climate change to control the populace so they can decide what the economy's going to be to make everything fair.
0: Yes. But you got these countries that are directly competitive with the U.S. Yeah. You think they're going to give a rats ass about competitive no. tax? No.
1: <laughs> no, yeah. they're not. You know, oh, oh, this is for the developing countries. I Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know that was what we were doing. <laughs> yeah. Sure, of course we'll lower it.
0: So, that's the G7. That's what's going on there. We got the infrastructure stuff with the the B3W, the Build Back Better World. Yes. Then we got like this tax, this fair tax, this minimum tax or whatever. Um, rivaling China is our big thing. So, again, if yeah. our big push is to rival China, why would China be on board
1: with right. yeah. equal, <laughs> I mean, fair look taxes? At Wait a minute.
0: <laughs> <laughs> to rival China, we propose a minimum yeah. global... So you want me to sign yeah. on to this?
1: <laughs> yeah. and, and what is this BRI shit? <laughs> we don't even have these letters. <laughs>
0: we don't even know what an acronym is. We don't have yeah. letters. We don't do we, acronyms. <laughs> we have shapes. Yeah. So then, then there was the whole... Um, Pandemic response of cutting the vaccine down to less than 100 days. That's ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous. And at the same time that this is going on, apparently there's... I mean, this isn't something that is really widespread, but apparently Germany is being accused of really abusing their uh, pandemic response. I believe it. I mean, I saw a little post on Twitter, I think. It was just like a screenshot. Then I found this one article. It's this op-ed that's in German that I had to use Google to translate to English. It was the only thing I could find on this. And it says, our fear must not be abused. And it's talking about how the whole country of Germany, like Angela Merkel and them, abused a lot of this pandemic response. So in order for more funding. right? So you think when you got countries that are abusing... The current situation, and then you're pushing these bigger things for pandemic response, for taxes, yeah. and for you don't think they're going to
1: yeah. abuse for. I was going to say, there. I mean, they've. <laughs> this has been the gift that keeps on giving for yes. them. I mean, the well, the World Economic Fund even came out and said that uh, you know we're going to use the the pandemic to springboard mm-hmm. you know the Great Reset, and so everybody has been using this. This has been the cash cow for them for the last year. Oh, right. we got rid of Trump. Oh, uh, we're cleaning up the environment. Well, that's what I
0: was (laughs) saying about um, the building up the third world countries. It's like we have this vague... Yeah. Number, we got this vague timeline. Yeah. It's like, just start throwing money at a guy's. Port. We yeah. need money for the, the third world countries. More yeah. money. More just money, say it's for the money.
1: pandemic and people will give it to you. For it's the good.
0: pandemic and for third world countries. Yeah. We're, we got this. Right. Money, if, money, if, money, 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 money. If a
1: fucking celebrity starts going on TV and, and asking for 10 cents a day for these developing countries in Africa, I'm going to. That's bullshit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, like I said, this is called Our Fear Must Not Be Abused. I just want. This is really short. I just wanted to read this just because. It popped up and it's interesting, and I I want to see if it actually goes anywhere. Yeah, so this is by Flip or Philippe Pietov. and this was sound German. Uh, uh-uh. says every German felt. It says anxiety. Every every German felt that when he heard that our hospitals were about to collapse. The idea of gasping for breath in overcrowded hospital corridors is oppressive. Hey, we, we heard a lot of that here.
1: Here in Italy. I mean, how I mean that was like the big scary story. Like, oh, that's why we had to flatten the curve. Yeah, because right. otherwise the hospitals would be way overwhelmed.
0: Says this fear was the main argument in favor of lockdowns. Which, like you said. Yeah. And the federal government used it again and again. Let me blow this up because I have old eyes. <clears throat> the intensive care physicians send one call for help after another. This is how Chancellor Angela Merkel... Only called for the federal emergency break on April sixteenth. So I mean this is translated kind of so it <laughs> the grammar's a little off, so right. but you can kind of get the message. Yeah. Says the fact that clinic managers deliberately reported too few of free beds in order to collect money from the states is unbearable. It's a scandal that the federal government has known about for months without informing the citizens, but nevertheless with collapse warnings for the lockdowns. The manipulation allegations must be fully clarified. The federal government must answer all questions immediately. It owes this to the general public and not least to the heroic doctors and nurses. Our fears must not be abused. Hmm. Says current reporting on the topic can be found here. I wonder what the current reporting is. I didn't see that. Oh, it's oh. in German again.
1: Der Grobe, Bechtug, Do you read German? Mit en, in is that in te-
0: intensive? Yeah,
1: I assume. <laughs> I don't it read didn't German.
0: translate. What happened? Try again. It won't let me translate it. So sorry, we Last we can't get the rest in story.
1: Miracle on um, spam. I'm
0: not sure why it's not translating, but we get the gist with that op-ed. We get the gist of it. Yeah. Um, that people are concerned in Germany that they are that they were misusing funds, that they were making up allegations of. Mm-hmm um not having enough beds and stuff in the hospital. I think we heard here that there was well remember they set up all those ships. Yeah. Right. And those ships right. sat there empty. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I, I'm pretty sure that happened probably in every country, mm-hmm. actually. Hospitals said, Oh, we need we need the funding so we can get this set up because we're overpacked. We're we got people in the high hallways dying. And it probably was empty. Well, I, mean,
0: I know Britain had <laughs> made a statement Um, earlier this week that people that don't get vaccinated might have to continue to be locked down. So, I mean, just this whole, like, these people in Germany apparently are concerned that they're using our fear against us, which Which is is what we've been saying for a year and some change now. Yeah, it's valid. Fear goes a long way to convince a populist to do what you want them to. So, I mean, that was just a little side note because we're talking about countries and all the the mass amounts of funding that are poured into stuff. So there's that. So hopefully that comes out. Hopefully I want to see, remember we saw pre pandemic, there was like all these like uprisings country by country. And then the pandemic Mm -hmm. hit and everything kind of (laughs) eased its way down conveniently. Right. I want to kind of see that where the countries start pushing back. Like the, the actual population start pushing back against the governments saying, well, this is bullshit. Yeah. You've been taking our money, taking money from us or uh, misusing funds for this or using lockdowns for this funding or that funding. Yeah. This is bullshit and we're not going to stand for this anymore. It's been a year plus. This needs to stop. Yeah. So I want to see more countries like making a big deal about this. It's probably not going to happen so much here. <laughs> right. Because no, I don't think so. At least 60% of the people here are freaking cheap, so Right. Yeah. Um, I I would like to see that though. <clears throat> so like
1: I I would love to see some huge, I mean, expose. I mean, bust out. But you know, the media, standard media, won't cover it. Oh
0: no, absolutely not, not a chance. Let's let's move away from the G seven and let's move away from Europe for now. Um, Before we get into the great Kamala Harris's trip to Guatemala, let's let's talk about. Can we start calling her that? The Great Kamala. (laughs) I think she already calls herself that. Her (laughs) husband, Douglas, calls her that. (laughs) Douglas. Yeah. The great Kamala the Great. (laughs) Will you bed me tonight? (laughs) Oh, Douglas. (sighs) Before we get there, did we talk about—I know me and you talked about Did we talk about on the show how um, Biden came out— as some address to some military group and saying that the the Pentagon had told him that the climate change was yeah. the biggest threat.
1: I, I don't think we talked about it on the show. Did we not? I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, it was
0: something like, Oh, I, I talked to them and it's true. The the Pentagon said officials at the Pentagon told me that the greatest threat to national security is climate change because of like how it's gonna move, like people are gonna migrate oh, because yeah, of right. like droughts and stuff yeah. like that. And then Apparently, the Pentagon boss came out this week and said, "No, I never said that. Russia and China is the biggest threat, <laughs> not climate change." So, it's another big like,
1: yeah, dramatization of yeah. Biden being like, "Well, the the generals told me that if we don't take care of climate change," and like, "No, It's do. like
0: when you say stuff like that, you don't think they're not going to come out I, and I be know. like, <laughs> "Wait, no, no, we didn't yeah. say that." So this from Zero Hedge It says Pentagon boss clarifies Russia and China pose the biggest threat after Biden says it's climate change. On Wednesday, President Biden told U.S. troops stationed in the U.K. So this was on his way to the G7. He stopped at this base in the U.K. where U.S. troops were. And he said that joint chiefs told him the greatest threat facing America is global warming. A curious pivot from white supremacy. (laughs) Remember, remember, he said that a few months ago. Tim Young said on Twitter, "So white supremacy was the biggest problem in America until Hunter said the N word." (laughs) Did you see that? I I read bits and pieces of Uh, it.
1: Apparently, he uses the N word quite liberally in his emails. Oh wow! Yes, he
0: says now we're back to climate change. I hear that's
1: a learned skill. That's something you get, you know, that's passed down generation from generation.
0: One day later the chairman of joint chiefs corrected Biden asserting instead that the biggest threats facing US were China and Russia according to US news and who allegedly had a big role in scamming half of pandemic employment funds to the tune of hundreds of billions of dollars.
1: Wait, say that again. don't oh, no, it says <laughs> that, that, that the chairman you kind of slipped that in there. <laughs> right.
0: Well, it's zero-hedge, so they like their little jabs. says, One day later, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs corrected Biden, asserting instead the biggest threat facing the U.S. are China and Russia, according to U.S. News, and, in parentheses, allegedly had a big role in scamming half the pandemic employment funds to the tune of hundreds of billions of dollars.
1: Who did? Biden or this general?
0: Or the U.S. News. I'm not sure. Right. You can't just throw that in there. No doubt. Climate change does not or does impact, but the president is looking at a much broader angle than I am. Army General Mark Milley, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. So, this is the chairman of the Joint Chiefs that Biden alleged told him right. was the greatest threat. Change. He said, The Joint Chiefs told me this, and the chairman of the Joint Chiefs said, He's looking broader than me. Oh, geez. He said, told a congressional panel Thursday morning in response to a question by Senator Kevin Kramer, I'm looking at it from a strictly military standpoint, and from a strictly mer- military standpoint, I'm putting China and Russia up there. <clears throat> Milley then backpedaled a bit, <laughs> saying climate change is a threat. Climate change has a significant impact on military operations, and we have to take it into consideration. Climate change is going to impact natural resources, for example— he told the S- Senate Armed Service Committee, adding, it's going to impact increased instability in various parts of the world. It's going to impact migration and so on. That's fine. That's well and good that he's backpedaled and right. clarified that. But the, the point is that Biden said, right. I went to the chief, of, the Joint Chiefs and they told me that this was the do, greatest threat. Do you threat.
1: think he, he said that and then he sees Biden in the back of the room be like this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he changes, but just to clarify. <laughs> but, 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 but.
0: It says, when asked how his assessment that Russia and China posed the biggest threats, Millie said, This is not, however, in conflict with acknowledging that climate change or infrastructure or education systems, <laughs> national security has a broad angle to it. I'm looking from strictly military standpoint. Man, he is really talking out his ass here. Yeah, right. He's talking in circles yeah. here. Because they asked how they. How those two? Because he specifically said, "I'm gonna have to say these two. And they asked him. He's like, "Well, oh, I'm not saying that climate change or right.
1: infrastructure or education isn't isn't yeah. a big deal, right? I'm just saying from a military from standpoint, a military standpoint. I mean, when you look at it, government and and <clears throat> from that standpoint, they, yeah, you got to look at all that other stuff. Yeah, he's talking out his ass.
0: He says, "This is not a joke. You know what the Joint Chiefs told us." Uh, this is Biden claiming. Oh, okay. This is not a joke. You know what the Joint Chiefs told us the greatest threat facing America was? Global warming. But so the... apparently it was a joke. <laughs> yeah. It's just because he made it up. I know. It's just like if you're going to make statements like that, you got to know that people are going I to know. go Hear back and, and check it. it. Yeah. They're going to um, go to the source and be like, did you tell him this?
1: Maybe he just feels like the media is on his jock and yeah. is just going to be not asked those questions. So
0: <laughs> apparently some of them are asking those questions, though. So, again, just another slap in the face to Biden and his stupid Bidenisms. Yes. I mean, the guy didn't say that they're not a threat, but that he clearly he made it clear that the Joint Chiefs did not tell Biden right. that this was the biggest threat. Yeah. And it is a joke. <laughs> so let's get into Kamala the Great inner her trip. Yes. Her, her, her vacation.
1: Redemption tour to, to save South America and all the migrants.
0: <laughs> yeah. To keep the people from coming here. Because yes. you know, you remember when Trump told him not to come here, here and he was a racist. Oh, yeah. He told him right. um uh, don't make that trip. Yeah. And he was a racist and he's uh um xenophobic yeah. and a tyrant and yeah. all, all the above. Yeah. So you
1: But Kamala uh, can't be any of those because she's a person of color.
0: Yeah. So she her hers is gonna be different. Yeah. Kamala Harris trip to the border, or Kamala Harris's trip, not to the border.
1: She hasn't been there yet. Oh, okay. Kamala Harris's
0: trip borders on disaster. See, they
1: kind of screw with the headline there because you know she's going, supposed to go to the border, but, but she not. doesn't. Instead, she just borders on disaster. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she didn't go to the border disaster. She borders on disaster. <laughs> this is from the Daily News. So her trip was a disaster, a border close, close to a disaster. Yes, according to Doug McIntyre says Vice President Kamala Harris made her first foreign trip last week, traveling south of the border to Guatemala and Mexico to address the huge surge of illegal immigrants at our southern border. The trip did not get off to a good start. The landing gear on Air Force Two did not properly retract, forcing the Vice President's plane to return to the Joint Base Andrews minutes after takeoff. We all said a little prayer, said the Vice President as she boarded her backup plane. (laughs) And that was the highlight yeah, of her saying, week. Thank sentence. you,
1: Jesus, for not landing.
0: <laughs> Said, next sentence, that was the highlight of her week. <laughs> <laughs> that says how yeah. good her trip must have went. <laughs> Vice president met with the usual gaggle of government officials in Guatemala, including President Alejandro Giamatti. Not Paul oh. Giamatti, oh. but Alejandro, his brother, his half-brother Alejandro <laughs> by his,
1: By his father's side now. i guess yeah
0: at a press event afterwards harris had a strong message for potential border crossers she said hey come! like we don't want to be a racist so all are accepted right <laughs> I, obviously that's what she would say her strong message was do not come she said and then for good measure she said it again do not come <laughs> I'm pretty sure she wishes she had taken her own advice. <laughs> <laughs> Both right and left jumped all over Harris for her remarkable, remarkably Im- incompetent mixed messaging and disastrous mid-trip one-on-one interview she did with NBC Nightly News host Lester Holt. This interview, I wish we had the clip here because it sounds like it was more than a border of a disaster. Really? This was a complete disaster. I'll have, to, I'll have to check it out. Holt says, the notion that the border is closed. Why should they believe you when they know people are getting in? To which the vice president had no answer, instead insisting she has been working on the issue for a very long time, which is technically true, just from the wrong side. She has spent her entire public career making the problem worse. So clearly this is not on Kamala Harris's side. This is biased, obviously. Kamala Harris has been vocal advocate for sanctuary policies First as District Attorney of San Francisco, then statewide as Attorney General, and then as U.S. Senator. She is singularly unqualified for the job (laughs) President Joe Biden has assigned her. Damn. It's enough to cause open speculation in D.C. if she hasn't been deliberately set up to fail. (laughs) On a nightly basis, the nation has seen video after video of thousands of unescorted children entering the country, only to be crammed into the very same cages— that horrified everyone when Donald Trump was in office. Children as young as three, four, and five, some dropped over a 14 foot tall border fence, while others have been found in the Rio Grande or rescued after being abandoned in the desert with no food or water. 16,000 children are currently in federal custody. If they are allowed to stay, they will only encourage more parents to hand their kids over to human trafficking cartels and hope for the best. Agreed. In April, alone, Immigration and Customs Enforcement caught 180,000 people illegally crossing the border. That's crazy. So how did Harris become the point person for border enforcement? <laughs> president Biden announced to the world he was ending the Trump's get-tough border policy. Having pulling the pin on, on the immigration grenade, he then dropped it in the vice president's lap. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that. I do, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that the vice president doesn't know how to solve the problem. She just doesn't want to, right? Now Kamala Harris must be longing for the good old days when all a vice president has to do is cut ribbons, attend funerals, and clap in the right places at the State of the <laughs> Union address. Uh, they, they are
1: they are hammering her brutally abusing yeah.
0: Kamala Harris in this. Instead, she found herself last week in Guatemala, unable to explain to Lester Holt while ne- why neither her or her boss have yet to visit the southern border. Here's her response to that question: Why they haven't? Vi- why neither one has visited the border? She said. We've been to the border. We've been to the border, said Kamala Harris. His response is, you haven't been to the border. <laughs> Her argument for that, I and I haven't been to Europe. The
1: hell does that mean?
0: She's basically, well, I haven't been to all these other places that have problems either. But you just said, that, I've been to the, been the border. To the border. Yeah. We've been to the border. Right. All he had to do to push back against that is say... No, no, you haven't. You haven't. And then, she gets very (laughs) argumentative, saying, "Well, I haven't been to Europe either. (laughs) You're not doing a good job here." Yeah, right. Yeah,
1: be like, but you didn't say that you had been to Europe.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You just told me you've been to, but I haven't been to Europe either. I could just. Can you imagine Holt in that? I would just have to pause and just like that. You know that look a dog gives you when you say like say something weird, and they
1: like give you that like half cocked look.
0: I, I would I'd just be like what? yeah what?
1: What, what 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 the fucks Europe got to do with this
0: <laughs> I would be speechless yeah. I'd just be like yeah look at the camera just like what? I'd be like let's
1: look at some pictures here's the border and the border and the border and the border and, and you're not in any of those pictures <laughs> I'm not in any of the european pictures <laughs> right. either The Biden administration claims they are
0: focused on the root causes of illegal immigration Systemic poverty, violence and corruption in South or Central America that continues to send so many fleeing their homes hoping for better life for themselves and their children. This is undoubtedly true. So my my question again, and I've raised this question on the show plenty of times, is how are addressing corrupt governments right. going to make the governments be less corrupt? Right. Yeah. You think they're gonna be like, Oh shit, I didn't realize yeah. that our corruption was so bad for your country. Yeah, right. Yeah. I didn't realize how we were making things so <laughs> rough for you. you know, let,
1: let let us fix that. Yeah. Well, if you give us like 150 million dollars, <laughs> we will fix this problem. Well, yo, yeah. Yeah. We can work something out here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just you know, just give us the money.
0: Says as a noble goal as this might be, it offers little consolation to the folks who have a nightly caravan of cartel of thugs taking advantage of the hemisphere's most desperate people in their backyards. Trying to solve our border crisis by unraveling domestic chaos of corrupt and poverty stricken countries is doomed to fail as this is as doomed to fail as the city of L.A. trying to build affordable housing as a solution for our current <laughs> homeless epidemic. Damn. That's the end of that one.
1: Yeah. And, you know, not it. the fact that her or Biden haven't been to the border mm-hmm. just shows you how they don't take it seriously. Yeah, they
0: don't. They don't care. They don't know.
1: I mean, it's a, a means to an end. It's like raising gas prices, right? All it's going to do is is force the the government to to change their policies and and maybe give like immunity to everybody down there just to try to clear it out. Yeah, but, right? yeah. Well,
0: I had seen like how they were looking at. I, mean, I thought it was in this article, but it's not. How they were looking at helping by sending funds to build up these countries, right. so that the People wouldn't want to flee these countries. There was, th- uh, I, I got to find the article because remember they were, they were yeah, talking I about building talk- a task yeah. force. Uh, yes, I remember about- you
1: talked about that, and we, we laughed about the task force.
0: I got to find that one. Where was it? Let me see. This is it. All right, so I don't have this one to pull up. It's just on my phone. Okay. So you can't see this, but it is from borderreport.com. No. So, you know, they got the greatest things to talk about the border when it's right. from borderreport.com. Absolutely. Do not come. Harris seeks hope at home for Guatemalans. Vice President Kamala Harris offered an optimistic outlook for improved cooperation with Guatemala on addressing the spike in migration to the U.S. after meeting with Guatemalan President Alejandro Giamatti on Monday. Again, it's like, I'm sorry this is such an inconvenience for you. Right. Let me change my corrupt policy. Yeah,
1: right. No,
0: that's not how things work. That's why we had said that when she got this grenade dropped in her lap, and then she had said, I'm not a border person. I'm going to go address the countries that are responsible for this. We had said, it's like, what the hell is that even going to do? Yeah, exactly. Like, what are you going to—they're corrupt governments. Yeah, (laughs) right. Yeah. There's a reason people are leaving there. They're not going to listen to you. Some freaking unqualified hack that couldn't even make it in a presidential election that got picked up for this VP spot because she couldn't make it in an election. She also delivered a direct warning to migrants considering making the trek. Do not come. Uh, That's a warning? Do not come. That's not a warning. Her comments during a press conference after she met privately with Guillemotti underscored the challenge that remains, even as Harris engages in substantive talks with Guatemalan and Mexican presidents during a three-day visit in the region this week. Three days. Wow. You can get a lot done yeah, in three days. no doubt.
1: Especially when you
0: had to, like, fly back to the Andrews base. Yeah. I want to emphasize that our goal of our work is to help Guatemalans find hope at home, Harris said. At the same time, I want to be clear to folks in the region who are thinking about making that dangerous trek to the United States-Mexico border. Again, do not come. <laughs> In conjunction with Harris's trip, the Biden administration announced that Justice Department would create an anti corruption task force.
1: For another country.
0: For another country. (laughs) That's good. For multiple countries. It's an anti corruption task. Another task force, another floor. Well, they're. Yeah. they're uh, do you think they're the floor above or below the task oh, force that be,
1: creates acronyms? They're below because the acronym task force is so much more important.
0: Well, the acronym <laughs> task force has to come up with an acronym for-
1: That's true, yeah. The task so it just passes down.
0: Anti-corruption task force. <laughs> and an additional t- and an additional task force to combat human trafficking and drug smuggling in the region. A, a double task force? So we got wow, two task, task, force. task force. Do we have a task force to head up the two task force- why Why didn't... Okay. I, I don't know. Harris also promised a new program. So we got task force and,
1: and program a program? And programs. Kamala is great.
0: Focused on creating education and economic e- opportunities for girls in Guatemala. Oh, God. Why just girls? Be- <laughs> I don't know. And she told Giamatti that her goal in the region was to restore hope to residents so they no longer felt the need to flee their homeland for better opportunities in the U.S.
1: Restore hope.
0: Is this like the Guatemalan Obama? I think so. He's Are they going to, right? Yeah. She's going to have that blue, uh, hope and, and change,
1: red and blue, like <laughs> weird
0: silhouette, yeah. hope picture down in Guatemala.
1: You know, all this education. And, and stuff for girls is just going to lead to more human trafficking. <laughs> I,
0: yeah, right. I had heard, I had seen, where when she landed in Guatemala, there were several people there that were holding up signs that said Trump won. I saw that. Just to fuck with I her. saw Even that. Guatemala is fucking that's with her. That's funny. Uh, but for all the talk about new ways to cooperate, reigning in uh, corruption and improving living conditions in the region have been long-running challenges. No kidding. That's why people are leaving. That previous administrations have been unable to achieve in their efforts to stem the tide of migration in the United States. Part of the challenge remains that, despite the best efforts of of U.S. officials, corruptions underpin many of the region's governments. Huh. Yeah, yeah. Indeed, Giamatti himself has faced criticism (laughs) of his handling of the issue. Last month, two lawyers who are outspoken critics of Giamatti's administration, were arrested <laughs> on what they say were trumped-up charges aimed at silencing them. So, I mean, it's going to task well. force. Let's yeah. get these task force right. going. Anti-corruption. If we right? get these anti-corruption t- uh, task force going, I think Giamatti's going to be like, oh,
1: shit. I-, I can see Kamala being there, right? And she's like, so our plan is um, we're going to create a task force on corruption and on human... Um, um, human smug trafficking, and then we're going to—we really want to push education for girls, and we hope this will bring hope back to the people. And people being like, "Huh? What? <laughs> what? Now, what, <laughs> what see, has a government task force ever solved?" Giamatti's like, <coughs>
0: <laughs> "I know he's
1: like," <laughs> but we still get the money, right? Because then I'm cool with that.
0: <laughs> I'm cool. Yeah, just send us your money, and yeah. we'll be. And, and you can do
1: whatever girl. task force you want. I'll—I'll I'll, I'll start one.
0: <laughs> Says. The selection of judges for Giamatti's constitutional court, its highest, so this is basically his Supreme Court, was mired in influence, peddling, and in allegations of corruption. Giamatti picked his chief of staff to fill one of his five vacancies. <laughs> when Gloria Perez, a respected force against corruption, was elected to a second term, the Congress, controlled by Giamatti's party, refused to seat her. <laughs> Jeez. So, So, I mean, yes, great. Throw money at it. Yeah. At a corrupt government, throw task force at it, throw programs at it, see how well that works out. Yeah,
1: yeah, he, because he doesn't give a shit who's no. going to our border.
0: No, he doesn't. He less gets, people he has to exactly feed. more money for him. <laughs> yeah, and we'll just throw money at it yeah. for to make it go away. It's a joke. It's just a freaking joke. The it fact is. that they they chose instead of going to the border to figure out some kind of border security yeah. to go to these countries to. Yeah. To offer our support of task force. It's it's a freaking joke. And it it, I mean, Guatemala president has to just leave those meetings and just be like, oh, Can you believe what off. she yeah. just said? Did you hear that woman? Yeah. Do you hear what she said? I mean, they're gonna give us more money. Yeah. yeah. Expect us not to be corrupt.
1: <laughs> I mean, do you think she's that dense? Maybe it's her she ego. Is, she it's her ego. Dense. Yeah. She, it she just thinks Did you, that... you see her smile oh, after, yeah.
0: after she said that? Her yeah. her, her Shit eating grin, yeah. Like I just did. So, like every time. Remember when Biden was like, yeah, right. The, the first woman vice president. She's like, oh, thank you, yeah, thank you. Right. Oh. And so she says those statements, and she just like looks at the camera and oh, thank you. And everyone's yeah. just like, what is she doing? <laughs> what is it? What is this here? <laughs> so she's solving nothing. No. With this, no. So the state of Texas decided he's going to take this into his own hands. No, he's got to. Governor Abbott says he's going to build his own border wall if Biden won't address the immigration crisis. We're running out of time, so we got to go quick on this. We yeah. have a few other things, but we're not going to get to them. No worries. But um, this one was important because this guy's actually directly trying to make some change here. Right. Not forming task force. He yeah. He forces multiple task forces and programs. Yeah. Texas Governor Greg Abbott says the state will build its own border barriers if Biden won't address the immigration crisis. The Republican governor said late Thursday that he is considering building a barrier along the state's border with Mexico because the Biden administration has largely ignored the ongoing immigration crisis. Speaking to Breitbart, Texas, ahead of a summit on immigration and border policy, Abbott suggested that Biden, the Biden administration is Abrogating? Abrogating? Man, why do people use such big words when they talk? <laughs> it's duty to the state of Texas by failing to appropriately address the record numbers of child migrants, asylum seekers, and illegal immigrants being apprehended along the U.S. southern border. It says uh, the influx across the border is out of control, and the Biden administration has shown that is not going to step up and do its job. And amid this is Abbott talking, amidst reports of even more people coming in across the border, we know we have to step up and do more. Abbott noted that if the Biden administration will not enforce its message that the borders are not open, then the state of Texas will. So the state's taken into their own hands, yeah. because they're one of the states right. being most directly exactly. affected by this. Yeah, exactly. And we said this before. Mm-hmm. She's like, who's going to be the ones affected by this? Yeah. It's the people of Texas or right. Nevada or I mean, how, all this border Biden state. and
1: Kamala aren't even going to the border, so they don't even know how states are being affected. Right.
0: Uh, well, she has been to the border, but she hasn't oh. been to Europe either. <laughs> That's true. That's true. says, what people have seen in videos across the country seems to be the Biden administration welcoming these people to the United States. We don't we won't be sending that message, he told Breitbart in an interview. If you come to Texas, you're subject to being arrested. You're not going to have a pathway to roam the country. You're going to have a pathway directly into a jail cell. <laughs> yeah, he's 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 pissed at this, yeah. it sounds like. The border barriers Abbott plans to wreck serve a double purpose. They're physical deterrence, Abbott said, but they also allow Texas to take a more active role in border enforcement, something the states are generally prevented from doing through the separation of powers, which leaves the job of protecting the country's borders largely to the federal government. Which is kind of bullshit that they're not allowed to protect their own border right, yeah. when, again, it's directly
1: affecting them. Yeah. Somebody
0: sitting up on their throne in D.C. Right. Who isn't
1: seeing this effect. Who, yeah, exactly. Who won't even go there.
0: 2010 Supreme Court case involved, involving an Arizona law limits what states can do in the field of immigration. They cannot make illegal presence itself a crime. So a state can't make illegal presence itself a crime, hmm. though state police power laws were upheld. But if immigrants move or interfere with the barrier, they have committed several crimes. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, it is. That's How- a nice loophole. Yeah. So we can't just arrest them for being illegal immigrants because yeah. that's the federal's job. But if they fuck with one of our barriers, then they've committed vandalization right. or Destruction of property right. or whatever. On a state level. Yeah. So And it says, on a state level, Abbott noted in an interview, giving Texas the right to arrest illegal immigrants not for immigration violation, but for criminal mischief, criminal trespass, and vandalism of state or local government property. That's Man, smart. That's some, some chess moves yeah, right there. That is very smart. Something that may be a Class B misdemeanor right now turned into a Class A misdemeanor, Abbott added, noting his own state of emergency declaration related to immigration allows Texas to hike some applicable criminal penalties. That means up to 180 days in jail. There's even potential for state jail felonies for some of these crimes. Abbott told Breitbart that he plans on instructing law enforcement to be aggressive we want to be very aggressive in working with local officials and begin making mass arrests In working in collaboration with a large number of counties that means we're going to be arresting a lot more people so again texas is going to be the the problem child uh, yeah. what did we call them like the cow like the outlaw country right, right, like yeah. the wild wild west yep. um they're always the ones that Take we things. point we point at and we're like oh look at them they're just a bunch yeah. of um outlaws down yeah. there when they Stopped enforcing like the mask laws and, right. st- and the shutdowns and yeah. stuff, even though Iowa had already done all that stuff.
1: Everybody's like, Oh, look at
0: Texas, they're yeah. just doing their well, own, and they thing. have
1: their own electrical grid. Yep, you know,
0: so they're g- <clears throat> gonna be pointed at as mm-hmm. the black sheep of like, yeah. Oh, they're just doing things their own way. Yeah. Y-
1: but, you know? but as Texas does this, I can see Arizona following suit. Yeah, um, is
0: Arizona it, still Republican? I believe so. Yeah,
1: yeah. so yeah, I, I mean. You know, if Caitlin gets in, she said that she's going to <laughs> oh, yeah. do that in California.
0: Yeah, she what did she say? That's more important than what was it that she had said? Oh, I don't remember. I, I can't
1: remember. She I, I sent you the the thing. Let me let me Yeah, uh,
0: I don't remember. But she was definitely if she becomes governor, she's going to work on the border wall too. Right. Yeah, it was a pri- priority for her. Yeah. I can't find it now. Damn it, Bill. <laughs> Why'd you send me so much junk? Oh, oh, here it doesn't goes both ways. Caitlyn Jenner says California oh. bullet train funds should be redirected to completely finishing the the border wall. So yeah. she's less concerned about these like state sponsored bullet trains yeah. and more concerned about the border wall. Justifiably so. so, because nobody wants a bullet train. Yeah, so it only as, in movies. I mean, are are we proponents of Caitlyn Jenner becoming the governor of California? Not really, not no. really,
1: but no. It would make things interesting. It, it would. <laughs> I mean She's better than Gavin Newsom. That's so. true.
0: I mean, we already had the governor, so we might right. as well throw make well, make the state more as much of you, a joke as possible. Right. But the fact that she's saying the same thing. Yeah. Um tells me that this is I mean, states are concerned about this. Right. Yeah. And the fact that we're throwing programs and um task forces mm-hmm. at it. And all this other bullshit. Yeah. And,
1: and they know it's bullshit. They know yeah. it's a joke. You know, it's like it's not going to solve anything. So they're taking matters in their own hands.
0: I want to know what was going on in Kamala Harris's mind when she said she has been to the border.
1: I want to know.
0: Um, she probably. <laughs> because this has been yeah the one thing Republicans have slammed her for right. her entire time as vice president. Why haven't you been to the border? Yeah. Well, that's not my job to go to the border. Right. So now this Maybe- guy comes up and says. Why haven't you been to the border? She's like, I have. Maybe
1: maybe she just thought it's Lester Holt, NBC. Maybe he'll let it slide. Yeah, Right? I mean, and she goes, I've been to the border. And we're like, oh, yeah, how was that? It was great. Yeah. Awesome.
0: I had some in- interesting tacos.
1: And... <laughs> yeah. They had a, like a little street taco thingy, and, which was really, really good. Um, I gave a kid a hug. Um, There should be a picture someplace. Yeah. Maybe you guys can find I that. I don't know.
0: <laughs> it's just then when he pushes her, he's like, but you haven't. And she's like, but I haven't been to Europe. Which huh. is a,
1: a really odd response. The whole, yeah, the whole thing, that whole com- yeah dialogue there was just like, what <laughs> what, what,
0: are you doing here? Yeah. Like, why are you here? Right. I don't think she knows. She's probably just probably like, not. Why, why did I do this? <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> do this anymore.
1: Joe, he knew I didn't want to go. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, we are out of time. We well, you just wanted to point, it's been a while since we've got to talk about like the foreign affairs yeah. of the country because- Nothing's really happened. Yeah. Like uh, uh, as far as foreign policy and stuff, besides like the the wars going on. Right. But but we don't talk about right. those. Besides the wars going on, our foreign policy and stuff we hasn't really even been addressed too much. Yeah. Since the inauguration. So this right. is like the big week of foreign yeah. affairs going on. I so. mean,
1: what what does it make you think? I mean, seeing them put steps in place towards things we talked about with uh, Build Back Better and the Great Reset yeah, and stuff. it's like
0: immediately. Yeah. It's like it, it's coming quick.
1: Yeah, it's like than... not even a year off. It's like all of a sudden they're slamming into it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me, though. No. I mean, probably... It, the more th- You want to get things done earlier on in your presidency, like right. slam things through, because then you have time for them to maybe yeah. gradually work and their way And that's when in. you have the
1: political capital
0: yeah. to work. I mean, when you see how much failure will probably come out of this administration, you think in two or three years anything's going to get accomplished?
1: No. Because, no.
0: I mean, they're going to lose credibility really yeah. freaking well, fast. And
1: I, I can see them losing the House and the Senate, too, in the, right, that in the too. midterm election. I
0: think— was it AOC? I think AOC was warning against that. It's like, we got to get shit done now because we yeah. don't know if this is going to flip in right. two years. So we'll, we got to do as much as we can on day one here and get as much things slammed through mm-hmm. while we have control yeah. because we don't know if we're going to continue to have that control. So, yeah, what you're saying, they're just as concerned about yeah. that. That's why they're trying to push yeah. as much stuff through as possible, including the Build Back Better World agenda mm-hmm. stuff. So... um that's not going to go away. I don't no. think it's going to be received, no, by the other countries yeah. of the world that aren't the the right. good old boy countries. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like you think of the G seven, you think of like the good old boy like businessmen, right? That like have like little like handshakes, yeah, right? Secret right. handshakes, like you scratch my back, yeah. I scratch yours. Right. Like locally here in town, it's like oh. um, he he helps me out, so I help him out. We mm-hmm. golf together. We're right. slightly racist together. <laughs> um, we we all hate women, and yeah, you know those those type of businessmen. That's yeah. the G seven, the people that yeah. think they you know they're golf buddies. Oh, they are. You know, most are. of this was probably worked out on a golf course. Yeah, they're probably like, if I make this putt here, you're gonna have to increase that from fifteen percent to seventeen <laughs> percent, and he misses. He's like, damn it, fifteen percent is shit.
1: Yeah, Yeah, that's you're probably exactly yeah. right. Yeah.
0: You, you know, it, they think that they have this all figured out. It's like, we're the greatest. Yeah. The, right. It's The it's, greatest seven is what the yeah. G7 stands for. The, right. the greatest seven countries it's of the, the world.
1: It's very definition of elitist it society. Is.
0: And they're like, all these other countries will love this because yeah. it's here to p- promote the middle class. The The thing is that all these like, key words and phrases they use to directly appeal to us, like, pandemic response and the middle class and and that all those like mm-hmm. key phrases those those <laughs> those words that like get get our juices flowing here yeah. in the united states it doesn't work in the other countries that don't right. like us yeah you can't go to china and be like well don't you want to boost your middle class i mean this this will this will help with your pandemic and they're all just like you know what yeah. fuck you well, F- fuck your 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 plan there. Well,
1: and it, it's tone deaf because you know what pandemic's been slamming the continent of Africa for the last twenty years. Yeah, AIDS. AIDS, and yeah. they haven't done jack shit about <laughs> right. it. You know. Yes. But Fauci is on his way
0: to a cure yes. thanks
1: to COVID oh, yeah. research,
0: yeah. <laughs> which, thanks to AIDS research, he was able to yeah, it's, do it's COVID nice research. Little,
1: little cycle he's got going. I up. had
0: I had said that um, I I posted on Twitter a couple days ago. I was like. Dr. Fauci saying that um, his years of failed AIDS research um single-handedly helped him with ha- helped the country with COVID response. I was like, that's like the equivalent of people saying that George Floyd did more in his death than it did in his life. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I was like, you think of all the AIDS patients that or the people that lost. Yeah. People due to AIDS because of his failed AIDS research. And now he's like, well, look on the bright side, guys. Look how fast, because of this, you thi-, they're all sitting there like, oh, oh, yeah, it was yeah, worth it. Yeah. It was worth wow. my husband's yeah, death. Right. It we was worth it my son's premature. No, no. Yeah. You, it, it's yeah. bullshit. So I don't know how we got back there. Yeah. But elitists, that's where it That was
1: from. it. Yes. Tone deafness. The,
0: the elitists are in their gatherings. Doing elitist things. In their fancy
1: resorts, playing fancy golf, eating. Planning
0: it. out the destiny of the world. So yes. you guys got hope. Yes. Hope to look forward to. We're going to get out of here. Join us tomorrow. Uh, not tomorrow. It's not Sunday. It's not only yet. Saturday. I know. Join us Monday. For the uh, live stream, which I'm not even sure what we're going to talk about oh, yet, we'll figure it but out. It's going to be good. It I will promise be. you'll you, like it. It will be good. <laughs> um, that's, as always, the live stream is every Monday 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Um, live stream on YouTube. So if you want it live stream somewhere else, let us know and we'll try to figure it out. It, YouTube just is the most, like yeah, everybody, recognized. like it, most recognized right now. So. Let us know, and we'll try to figure something else out if you're just like, you know, fuck you, too. I say fuck you, too, <laughs> but it's, it's there, and it's convenient. Sure. So. Uh, forgot to mention our coffee fix of freedom, so yes. that's Run Your Mouth Coffee, They're the official coffee of the Break the Bell podcast. They support free speech. We support free speech. They make coffee. I drink coffee. You should drink Run Your Mouth Coffee. Go to RYM.com. Tell them we sent you with the promo code BREAKTHEBELL, all one word, and get 10% off your order. Plus free shipping. On that note, we're going to get out of here, Bill. You ready to go? Sounds good. Let's go enjoy the rest of our weekend. Peace. Peace out.
1: the Break the Bell podcast is brought to you by you. So pat yourself on the back because without you, we would be talking to ourselves. A special thanks to our Patreon members, Remzo and Justin. A shout out to our sponsors,
0: Goulash Media. On the run with remzo w martinez podcast and van Zot media if you'd like to help support us visit patreon.com slash break the bell or buy our garbage at BreakTheBell.BigCartel.com. get back here next time and let us continue to invade your ear holes and
1: as always never stop talking